0: guy who brought literally if my sister brought him home I'd be terrified (laughs) but
1: the irish bear show we are having a very very immediate breaking news sort of day and and i were literally sitting here saying right okay we're going to record the show we're going to release it later on just a wee thing we're working in the background and then we start recording two seconds into it and what happens what happens Yes, Robert Quinn. Robert, Quinn. Robert Quinn has been traded from the Chicago Bears to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I've heard I think you had the compensations of fourth rounder.
0: Fourth rounder, my man. Fourth so rounder.
1: How do you feel about that? Um,
0: uh, I don't know. First of all, Robert Quinn seems like a pretty cool dude and seemed like a pretty good guy. And look, last year was absolutely sensational. 18 and a half sacks, I'm not going to diss the guy for 18 and a half sacks last year with the Bears, with all that kind of stuff and everyone's like, but if someone would have said to me the start of last season that we'd be in a point now where we'd have no Akeem Hicks, we'd have no Khalil Mack, and we'd have no Robert Quinn, and still we're talking about our our defensive line being okay I think that's something that's that's pretty pretty incredible to me, I think it's 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 amazing that you get a fourth rounder now. It's so coincidental that we play a game on Monday night where we all look really good, where he looked really good, and suddenly this, this, this trade happens. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I mixed emotions, if I'm completely honest. Mixed emotions.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you look at the situation that we're in just now, it, it shouldn't really be a shock. We've talked about Robert Quinn being a trade candidate basically from the start of the season. Ryan Poles has gone in there. He's ripping out everything that's, that was in there from the, the pace era um you know and robert quinn is one of those one of those components that he had to rip out we've seen that he's not got an issue with you know taking dead cap on you see traded khalil Mack away the dead cap and that was huge the bears can afford to do it um over if, if you look at how much money they've got to spend next year in the cap space and as someone mentioned in the chat there as well i'll find it in a second we need the picks we need the picks from next year as well um we're already down one pick from next year um from, the, from one of the, the trades during the draft this year. So the more we can get back, the better. I am looking at the situation. You're talking about the D-line, and our D-line was great at one point. But if we're being honest, and we're looking at the guys who have been starting on that front four line, it's not been great this season. I mean, you look at the stats you got for Robert Quinn, he's had, what, six solo tackles and one sack in seven games. Compare that with his 18 and a half from last year. And there's definitely a downward trajectory um, and, you know, end of the day, you got to cash in just now. I think if you'd have waited until the end of the season, it probably would have been just been cut. You cash in just now, you get a fourth rounder back. I think that's probably the most that you could have hoped for. Um, and then reinvest that again. Now, This is the, the trade deadline isn't until Tuesday. That could be reinvested in a different way. We might not be trading. Uh, we might not be, might not be drafting anybody with, the, with that fourth round pick next year. It could be involved in some sort of trade for something else before Tuesday, but we'll wait and see what happens. But, I mean, in terms of the impact to the team, we've seen that Roquan Smith on the live press conference just now is getting quite choked up about it. How do you think the rest of the team are going to react? Do you think it's going to be the same way? Or do you see these guys looking at this as well, that this is us really starting over and this is an opportunity for us young guys to get, get in there and make our name?
0: I guarantee you Dominic Robinson wasn't crying. I can guarantee you that. Um <laughs> Travis Gibson either, if I'm being And and Akeem Hammond probably wasn't either. They were probably saying goodbye and good luck. Um, I get it with Roquan. Um, I think they've they've gone together for two and a half years now. And and Robert Quinn seems like a really good dude It seems like a really nice guy. And even even using Gibson as the example. Let's remember Gibson's first season and himself a Mac on the sideline dancing around the place when Gibson got his first um sack. And I think he seems that way yep. and he's the last of but he's the last of the the old regimes. Big, big picks. And I think I think there's a lot of guys in that room who don't have that longevity with Robert Quinn that that um that Roquan has. Uh I did see any I did see a tweet saying Roquan crying because it wasn't him. But I don't particularly agree with that. <laughs> but um I, I think I think if you're if you're it's a it's a win win for Robert Quinn. He goes to a team that is definitely going to be candidates now for the Super Bowl um, and it's gonna be he's gonna be a good show to doing well there. He's at the age now where they if he wants to win something now, is going to move. and um, he's not going to be part of the rebuild at Chicago. So so that was a, a smart move. Four-round pick. Yeah, look, it, it, we've been saying it on this program for a while. Poles' big, big job is literally going to be this upcoming draft and free agency because he's putting himself in that lovely pressure part where it means he has to get this right. Yep. And and as Bears fans, we're all sitting back on, yeah, yeah, this season is allows you to do that for next year. So the more picks he has coming in the more opportunity he has to get them right. Yeah. For me, the big one on this is, and this is what this guy has proven to us in the last draft, is that what you see in our numbers of picks, multiply that by two, because I guarantee you he drafts back and he gets more capital and gets more people in. So yeah. I, I I, don't really agree with you, Tony. I don't see us doing a lot of movement the other way uh, before the trade deadline, uh, I, because I just think he doesn't want to give away anything at this summer. And I think he's put himself... And cutting him under enough pressure that he almost enjoys it, um, and getting ready for getting ready for this. The question I want to ask you is: When do you think the Eagles rang the Bears?
1: I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think it's after today, uh, after the the Monday night game. I think it's, it's something that's probably been in discussions for a couple of weeks now. You know, we've heard rumours that he's been um, floated as a trade candidate, as I mentioned earlier on, for a few weeks now. Anyway, um, so I don't know. I mean, they they've probably looked at their season you know, and thought, if we're going to make a push for, you know, that next step, we're going to have to look at bringing in someone who's going to kind of take us there. Um, and, and I always said, if anyone was ever going to trade for Robert Quinn, it was going to be a, a, a contender. Um, and looking at it just now, it's the <laughs> it's probably the best team in football that have traded for him at the moment. So it's an excellent position for him to go into, um, especially a guy his age, to be able to maybe get back to... Uh, the latter stages of the playoffs or even the Super Bowl we don't know how that's going to develop over the next few uh few weeks but you know I I reckon th- these discussions probably started a good two three weeks ago um if I had to speculate um they know where they were they know where they were going they could see how well they were playing and they've obviously identified areas in which they needed additional assistance I don't know what the pass rush is like in Philadelphia right now off the top of my head to be honest with you um I'm assuming it needs, help, it needs help. Though they're looking to bring up a guy who can bring in 18 and a half sacks. Um, it makes sense to do. it. But um, yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's a it's a smart move for them. Um, it's a smart move for the Bears and it's a smart move for Robert Quinn. It's a smart move all round. He wasn't going to be here after next year anyway. You know.
0: Yeah, I think Mike fellow has just tweeted that the Bears will be picking up most of the remaining salary for Robert Quinn. So the trade will cost the Eagles draft capital, but not a lot. So anyone, I saw a couple of guys on the on the on the chat saying, does that mean we have 120 million in cap space? No, it doesn't. And um, we're gonna have to eat some dead cap. But as Tony said right at the very start, we ate that with Mac allowing us to have that freed up for, for next season. So we have that trap that that dead cap space that we can do that too so I'm not too worried I agree completely with what Eric says he's talking about um, that Quinn was so real they asked him about how hard it was coming off back injury he said it was not hard living in a car home this was hard I totally agree and I think that's that's a massive part of, of, of the guy and I'm absolutely genuinely delighted for him to go yeah. to a contender and, and I hope that he, that if the Eagles win I, 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 I'd be delighted for him now in that sense because anyone that thinks the Bears are, are contenders are are not in reality, unfortunately, at the moment, and won't yeah. be when Robert Quinn is at his peak. So I am actually delighted for him from that perspective. Um, it'll just be interesting. It'll make it'll make. Uh, we'll see if it'll get a kick in in what it is. But we're here to talk about the Bears. So from the Bears perspective, you asked the question earlier on. What do people in the dressing room think of this? Again, throwing it back to you. I'd, I'd ask the question of your Dominic Robinson, or your your Mohammed or your your Travis Gibson, and, and and the expectations for you now almost go through the roof, correct?
1: Let's be honest. I mean, we've all been crying out for Dominic Robinson um, to get more of a game. We've been crying out for Travis Gibson to get more of a game. Um, I've been pretty much unimpressed by al Mohammed since he's come in. Um, Robert Quinn hasn't played to these standards. Um, and we've almost had this first four, you know, seven weeks to um, for those two guys to get acclimated more. Travis Gibson was entirely acclimated, but it's still a new system. Um <laughs> You know they were obviously happier to go with with the veteran presence at that point. Ibrahimovic was happier going with Alkadi Mohammed. But moving forward, there could be a situation where, you know, they're looking at this and going, "Right, well, we've seen all we need from 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 Robert Quinn. We've seen all we need from Alkadi Mohammed. Maybe al Alkadi Mohammed can now be a a guy who sort of backs up those two younger guys moving forward. You know, um, we've seen what Trevor, Travis Gibson can be, can do. We've seen the astronomical rise of Dominique Robinson. You know, a guy who just tends to switch positions on a daily basis, almost, and just picks it yep. up. We could put him, we could put him at, at centre instead. The Sam must he'd probably play better. Um, you know, so he's just, he's just a guy <laughs> who's able to do, um, to, to to perform well in in any sort of situation. So yeah, those guys are rubbing their hands together right now. They're looking at this and going, you know what? We can absolutely go out there and make an impact because end of the day, as you say, everything that's happening this year is for next year. So if they can come out and they can use the next some odd games to, to state their claim as, you know what, you don't need to sign another pass rusher next year. We can be your your starters. And all you need is the depth. Then absolutely that, that's that's what we need to be looking at right now. Everything in the Bears is the future. And guys like Robert Quinn, they need to go because they're not going to be there. You might as well get as much back from, from them as you can. I'm looking at this agent mole here as well. Really He's saying that the, the dead cat pit for this year is 4.3 and for next year is 8.4 million. You know, 8.4 million is a lot of money, but... At the same time, if you look at the situation in that, what are you going to get out of Robert Quinn next year anyway? You know, he's a guy, what is he, 33, 34, something like that? Um, you know, in fact, we can get a fourth rounder right now and potentially make that fourth rounder into, you know, another fifth rounder or a couple of six rounders or whatever he wants to do, or even using a trade-up scenario. It's just more ammunition to build your young team, build that young foundation, and that's what it's all got to be about moving forward. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, and I think, I think again, I, I say it again, I keep going back to it in my head. Is this is the last of the the regime previously almost from 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 their big decisions and their big calls? And I always found it amazing with Robert Quinn's time at Chicago. He was called a bust after year one. That he was terrible. That he was awful. That he was a complete waste of money. Then he was called like the next coming of or Lord in year two, as he was the greatest ever player that we ever had. And then I went back to this year of a little bit in between of waiting for him to develop. And, and I think that's the way Robert Quinn's kind of see, uh, career kind of goes. So yeah. again, I really hope he's successful. But looking forward for us, it just opens up a lot more opportunities for us to go and go and play football games, and we go to Dallas the weekend. Does it change our mindset going to Dallas? I don't think it should, because it wasn't like Robert was on ten sacks this year, and that he was our only real threat on the edge. I think I think mean, we have something really special in Dominic Robinson. I watched the game back; he's just a special, special talent. Um, and I think that's going to be really intriguing To see him getting more reps, more snaps More pressure points to try and get access With his hands and, and all those kind of things And his pure speed as well So I don't think it changes anything in our mindset going into it The dressing room, again I think people are concentrating too much on Roquan Because of the Roquan connection And he's been there so long I'd be really interested to see what the likes of Kyla Gordon would say They'd be like, yeah, really sad to see him go Great player, important person in the dressing room Really nice guy But next up you know, kind of way, so yeah, I think, it, I it's, think, I think man, it's, because, it's the
1: mentality. Yeah, exactly, because you, you you look at these guys, they spend more time together than they do with their own families, okay, so it's inevitable that they're going to grow together, they're going to build relationships, all that sort of thing. To be fair on Roquan, there's every possibility he's literally just finding out about this as he's been interviewed, because it's just broke, yep. so to see his reaction in the moment um is very real, you know, if he'd seen his reaction in a few hours' time, you know, it probably would have been different, so no doubt it will have an impact in the locker room you know you're bright you're getting rid of you know the veteran presence in the defence um you're getting rid of a guy who's made a huge impact on the team helping players helping players in these positions bringing them on um but the team at the same time know that this is a business they know that Robert Quinn was likely to be leaving soon he probably knew he was leaving for a while as well you know there's there's always conversations going on in the background that none of us are privy to um but yeah it's, it's one of those things where I don't think it's going to affect the team moving forward. I think, if anything, it's going to spur on the rest of the players to, to you know play for him and, and all this kind of stuff. And and, and they'll, they'll be delighted for him as well that he's going to be moving on to bigger bigger things this year. Because you know, at the end of the day, the Eagles have got a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than we do this year. So for him, it's bigger things this year. Moving forward, probably not. But um, but I was I was think it's hilarious though because if we go back as you mentioned you know twelve months longer than twelve months if we'd have got a fourth rounder for Robert Quinn we'd have been jumping for joy we'd have been over the moon based on that first year but now we're you know we're looking at last year's performance and going is a fourth rounder enough but I think in exactly I mean what, what do you think as a do you think we could have got more for for him than the fourth <laughs> rounder do you think it's fair.
0: I, I think my first reaction when I got when I got a four rounder was a rounder was that's a good deal for both teams. Yeah, that's a good deal for the Eagles, and I think it's a g- decent deal for the Bears because uh, it would be an interesting phone call. I wonder what they came to with first. Uh, just on Noah's point here, I totally agree. They'll all point it. I'm not saying that, but it's disappointed versus distraught. There's a big difference between distraught and disappointed in a dressing room. You can be disappointed and then just get out and play, or you can be distraught because you think that's the whole team is gone. Um, what I think is interesting on, 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 on that point, but other points as well, is makes Monday's result so important. Because winning Monday night and the performance we put in on Monday night allows us to have this conversation in a more okay, okay, that's not too bad. There's, there's progress. If we'd have been knocked out the door on Monday night and we're sitting here going, Jesus, when are we going to win a game or when are we going to do this? This is probably another kick in the teeth and maybe it's another, oh, is a foot round enough? Do we Should we have done whatever? So, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, it, it, it's it's another example of of why I think Ryan Poles is is the right guy right now for Chicago. And I say this, big kind of caveat, that it's all about the summer he has coming up. That's the, that's the whole Enchilada for him. It's the whole game with him now. But he is putting himself into a situation where he can succeed, at least make a couple of mistakes in a draft and still come out smiling at the other side.
1: You've got to be making moves throughout the year, though. You've got to be consistently and constantly looking to build your team and, and make it better. Um, you know, and arguably you could say about removing Robert Quinn it makes it worse. Um, and maybe in the the short term it does. Um, but, you know, and we, it's funny, we were actually talking about is this Robert Quinn trade off of the back of the Monday night performance? Now, you can't say that it is. The only thing you can see is is the bears were in the limelight now in the last 48 hours all i've seen on tv were the bears the Bears aren't what we thought we thought they were. They're, they're looking so much better than we thought they were. Justin feels like great. Justin feels, you know, so the, the total narrative of the Bears has changed, as you mentioned. Um, and I'd be, I'd be curious to see if if more people had kind of come forward and went, you know, what you kind of look like you were doing well without Robert Quinn on Monday night. You know, because maybe they're not spending all their time watching Bears games. Um, you know, Robert Quinn was playing, but that make a huge impact. We've talked about that front four not getting to the quarterback. We need to blitz more often, and that's kind of what's been happening. So i'm curious if they've maybe watched that and went you know what you've got two guys you've got two young guys that can come in and, and do a job for you so we'll take we'll take one off your hands sort of thing you know but um i it's 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 mad that the you know people are shocked that this has happened um you shouldn't be shocked at all um i genuinely didn't think we'd get as much as a fourth rounder for them. I, I thought it'd be a lot less and it was only be- because of the amount of money that was left on his contract, but if, as you're saying, is correct, and the Bears are taking a bit more of that, then that's probably what's led to getting that sort of higher draft pick than what we would have expected. But you know, we, we move forward. You know, somebody in the chat saying it just now, next man up. That's the way it's got to yep. be. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that that that's football.
0: And I and I think that's the part of the 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 sport that's that's brilliant and a part of the sport that's that's upsetting in the sense of. Everyone was so on a high with, with Robert Quinn and everything was so, so well last year, but they were on a high with other players. And we've had players come and go, but the team still survives and still stays here. Yeah. And I think it's 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 that way. Again, reiterate what we said at the start. Best of luck in Philadelphia. I really do. And in the same way that when Mac went to the Chargers, best of luck to Mac. Brilliant, brilliant player while he was at Chicago. All the very best, except when he plays against us. But when he playing when he playing under scenarios, all the very best. But yeah, it's next time, it's next up. Who are we going to look for? Does that mean we go into the draft looking at a at a at a, at a pass rusher? Or do we go free agency? Suddenly we're now looking at free agency pass rushers this summer and going, Oh wow, well, is, is that where we're gonna go with, with our with our cap? So it opens up so many conversations. It's really interesting for us involved yep. in the Irish Bears show, but from every Bears fan out there, and look. As, as Tony said, get your get your comments in the in the in the chat. And also, if you think we're talking crap and you're going to be devastated that he's gone, say it. Absolutely, say it. We want to hear everyone's point of views. We don't care if you agree with us, disagree with us. We'll put them on the screen if you don't if you if you don't agree with us, and we'll talk about that. So it's amazing, Tony. At the start of this, we were about to do a rant show, an actual proper rant show, and literally we've gone into the Robert Quinn side. Uh, if we were in the middle of a rant show, right, and you were to be asked is this something you would add into the rant? is that something you would uh no, you would no say not, yes at all.
1: Or... not at all i have been I, i'm always an advocate for getting rid of players when they're at just past their prime okay because that's when you get the most back for them now we've seen uh bill belichick do it at the patriots for years and years and years you know you get players who are great players and then all of a sudden he trades them away and people are kind of like oh they're still guys that can make an impact. It's like, yeah, they are, but you have to have that foresight of saying, well, they are at the moment, but fast forward the year, you know, 18 months, they are going to decline. And you look at guys like Robert Quinn in these early thirties, it's inevitable that he's going to decline. If you have a conversation with a team right now, based on the sort of contract he has, his age, the kind of production he's had over the first seven games, and somebody offers you a fourth rounder. For me, I take it every day of the week. It just makes too much sense. There's other guys on that in the bears that, that i would also be open to having conversations about as well because of that foresight that you have to have you know we've talked about david montgomery he's a running back running back is a position in the offense that is the easiest position to replicate production in in my opinion and it's not just my opinion it is the fact um it, so you're looking at a guy who again has been bruising bards picked up a couple of injuries great player no doubt about it absolutely love david montgomery but He's in a contract year. I don't think I want to be paying him a lot of money. He's another guy that I could I would look at, is at trading before Tuesday. If someone came in with a decent offer, I'm not saying I'll throw him away for a sixth round pick or whatever. But if you got like another fourth for him or a third or something like that, or a combination of picks, I think it makes sense rather than to lose him in the summer and then again not get that comp, uh, compensatory pick. The Bears are going to be signing a lot of free agents in the summer, so any any comp picks that were going to be there we wiped out anyway um so you know he's another guy that goes so for me no i've never rant about trading players who you know it's a fair enough point to make are on the downward spiral or doesn't make sense to keep around in your team moving forward and robert quinn fits into both of those categories Uh, it's nothing against robert quinn the, the guy or the player great guy he's been through a lot of shit in his life great player we've seen him being productive everywhere he's been um but then again, you just everything's about making the Bears better. You know, we're not looking out for one particular player. There's no one player. We said this when Khalil Mack was traded. There's no one player bigger than the Bears. The only player that's safe on the Bears team at the moment is Justin Fields. Everyone else is fair game. Um, and that's only because of the position he plays, the investment in him, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the fact that, you know, he's got a lot of potential on upside there as well. But for everybody else, it's fair game. Um, and Robert Quinn was just one of those guys that was always going to go. Have we lost you, Ant. I think we may have lost Ant. He's in that shed in Sweden. So we're relying entirely on his uh Wi-Fi kicking in. Um, while we're waiting for Ant to, to rejoin, uh, if anyone's got any sort there of questions we... in the chat, oh, is he back?
0: There we go. Some drawing in Sweden go. when they suddenly start losing the plot. My Wi-Fi is acting like Tony's. I don't know what it is. I can't I can't slag anyone off. Um, <laughs> for me, for me, it does it does bring up a question uh that I want to ask you on it, and you could have brought up about David Montgomery and I, I smile. It's just because every single player that I buy a jersey from seems to get traded. So I, I, I just need. You don't to stop have a Quinn that.
1: jersey, do you? <laughs> no, I
0: don't. I have a Mac jersey and I have a I have a Montgomery jersey. So I'm hanging on to Monty, and I have a Justin Fields obviously. But um, Roquan was brilliant on Monday night, um, and Roquan wants a lot of money. Right, and we spoke after the, after the game about about Roquan and whether whether like he deserves it or whether he sees his team as something going forward that he wants to get involved with and still be involved with and maybe takes a couple of million less just to be involved in that. If someone rings you on Tuesday, what would your Ryan polls, what would make you go, yeah, to a deal for Oak One?
1: That's a difficult question right there. That's a loaded question right there, and. While I take a second to think about that, guys, I know there's a a good 60, 70 years on Twitter watching just now. Um, Jump over onto the YouTube link, uh, which is in the post we're putting out just now as well. Get your comments in the chat, because we can only see the YouTube ones that are coming into the chat just now. So if you get any questions, comments, anything like that, you want to put your point across about Robert Quinn, any other trade candidates, then please, uh, by all means, um, click on the link and come over to YouTube. What would I take if someone offered me the chance to trade Roquan Smith now it's a difficult question because Roquan the Roquan Smith from last year and from previous years is an upper echelon linebacker the Robert Quinn this year not Robert Quinn um Roquan Smith Roquan this year Smith. has been i would argue less productive i don't think you need to argue i mean the stats tell you he's been less productive he's not had many big impact games um I think the bears were looking at him in the off season and the he wanted the contract he offered them a certain amount he said no they wanted to see him in the system first before they decided what they wanted to do there um so what would i do at the moment It's a difficult question i think if i was going to be looking at you you need to start with multiple i mean it'd have to be at least a second rounder and 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 change for me, you know, he, 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 you're not going to get a first for him only because he's in the last year of his contract um, and arguably he's not been playing particularly well either. I think you're probably looking for second, you know, some and some change, third, fourth, fifth, you know, a combination of, of picks possibly, but maybe even players coming over as well. But I think the Bears like him and I don't think they are going to trade him. Um, I think they see his potential, they see growing a bit. He had a decent game against the Pats on Monday night. Um, getting rid of Robert Quinn and getting rid of Roquan Smith within one week of each other would completely devastate that defense, and not just in the sense of how they play, but in that locker room leadership. There's a lot of young guys in there just now. And Roquan and Smith is actually what... one of the veterans at the, at the moment. He's not even that old himself, but he's one of the veterans. He's got to be viewed as the leader moving forward, I think. So I, I don't think it would happen anyway.
0: And that's what I wanted you to say. I'll be honest. It was a load of question, and I'm very unfair to put troll on you. But that's <laughs> why I wanted to say. Why? Because that's why I don't think Montgomery. I think that's, the, that's the, the point for me, that if you trade away Montgomery now – as well as Quinn, it's the same thing on the offensive side of the football. I get, I get it with running backs. I fully understand where you're coming from, Um I just, I have a weird feeling they're going to, they're going to retain Montgomery. I don't think they're going to give him a lot of money, but I think they're going to try and retain Montgomery. That's just my own opinion. Why? Because he's going to want a lot of money,
1: though. He's going to want. I accept
0: money. that, but whether he's going to get it or not is is a different conversation. When. When the uh, polls was being interviewed at the very start, polls made an interesting comment that's always stuck in the back of my head is we want to get our guys from the draft and then reinvest in them and keep them around. And it's something that stuck in my head. Yes, I know Montgomery is obviously not a polls guy, obviously, but I think he really likes them. He name checks them. He name checked them before. Now Herbert continued to, if if Ebner starts picking up more, more reps and starts playing more than, than um, than he has been in recently and performs like Herbert did at the end of last year. Then maybe I'm I'm wrong, but I, there's just something in the back of my head about it. I, again, I don't know what I've no other insight other than it's just a personal feeling and a personal thought. But it's an interesting one, Roquan. If you'd ask me that question, mm-hmm. um, I I think he's so important to the team now. I don't answer the call for for unless it's the first.
1: Um, you, think you, you think you get first?
0: Oh no, I don't. I don't think I do. But I think someone might be crazy enough to throw a first at me and that's all I'd be saying for the reasons you've just explained um, in the sense of it would just devastate our defense but if we got a first for it you could turn around to everyone and say well hold on that's, that's we've got so many holes all around the field that that understands it um, I won't get into the Roquan debate but I just want to throw in when we're talking about trades and, and Quinn and everybody else that's there but but look from, from my perspective today the more it's what 20 minutes after 30 minutes after it got announced the more and more I hear about it, the more and more I'm feeling comfortable that we got a fourth and we've done quite well. Um, it, it's literally, it's just an interesting, an interesting view of what it is, um, of how we're gonna, how we're gonna go forward. Does it impact the Dallas Cowboys game? I honestly don't think it does.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not. The, the, the guys are still going to go. in. The, the thing is, the Bears after that game on Monday, I mentioned this on the in the post game show. The narrative, has, narrative has changed. The, the Bears looked like they had a bit of swagger on Monday night. The confidence was oozing out of them. And I think they're going to take that into Dallas on Sunday. And I'm not saying they're going to replicate the same performance. I'm not saying they're winning. I think they've <laughs> i got – I've not given my prediction away just yet, but I have this sneaking suspicion that we're, we, might, we might be able to pull out a win. I watched the Dallas Cowboys against the, the, the Lions at the weekend. I wasn't impressed. I really wasn't. And also, they're without Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott as well. Apparently, he's going to be out. So there goes uh, a huge part of the running game. But we'll come back to that in the in the, the pre-game show when we talk about it. Um, I'm just I'm just excited about this team moving forward. The Quinn move was a move that had to happen. The Mac move was a move that had to happen. We are getting rid of all those older guys and moving forward. Interestingly enough, and I'll put another one to you because i seen it on Twitter earlier on, and this is off the back of a guy who's having a very good season. And a guy who hasn't had a very good season for a couple of years before that, um, and that's safety Eddie Jackson. What would you do if someone called you over the next week and said, "I like Eddie Jackson. I think he could make an impact on my team. What do you need for him? What are you? What's your response?"
0: Oh, see,
1: this the re- is going the to reason. Sound... The reason I ask. The reason I ask is I'm looking at this yep. defensive backroom just now. I'm looking at Joquan Brisker's impact. And I'm looking at the guys that play behind those two, two safeties and I'm like, fair enough, you are going to lose a bit of production, but I think the way that the, other, the corners are playing and the way Briskers playing could almost compensate for it. So that's why I'm saying maybe it's not the craziest idea.
0: No, I don't think it's the craziest idea. I think it's a, it's a conversation, definitely. But this is going to sound weird because of all the crap I've said about Eddie Jackson in the past two years, the love I've given Roquan in the last two years, it's a weird one. But I'd almost want to keep Eddie Jackson. And and it's 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 something that the reason why is that Eddie Jackson seems to be helping Kyler Gordon, helping Jaquan Brisker, helping Kindle Vildor, who by the way, he's getting the crap that Sam Mustafer is getting now. He used to get that. So props out to Vildor for sticking his head in the ground and, and deciding that this is his this is how he's gonna play. So props to him on that. But I think Eddie Jackson is moulding that whole room together, while Roquan threw the dummy out of the pram. So that- I, I, I just, I just wonder, all those Practices, you know. Yeah, and that's what that's the reason why he's not his first four or five games. Anyway, it's just my opinion. I, I think that the the Eddie Jackson one is interesting. I don't think anyone's going to come in from. I don't know why. I just don't think they are. I think, I think people are when they're talking about our... our Defensive backs now. People aren't actually talking about Eddie Jackson anymore. They're talking about Brisker and Gordon and even Vildor. They're talking yeah. about those guys. So I don't think it's a conversation, which I think is good for the Bears. Um, I, I just think Eddie Jackson's one of those ones you want to keep around. Um, I would if you said to me right now you have a choice between keeping Eddie Jackson around for this season or or, or David Montgomery. As much as I love Montgomery, I'd be keeping Jackson. And that's amazing for me to say this because I was like the number one Eddie Jackson hater for the last two years, and he has proved me wrong. Not just on his on the field, but what he's been doing in that room, what seems to be the fingerprints and the the, the stable of what could be a a fantastic um, backline for, for Chicago Bears going forward for not just a year, but for quite some time.
1: Yeah, the 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 total the the tables have turned. When it comes to the eddie jackson situation and i think you're right i i, I don't think they tr- they would trade them unless it was something ridiculous that we were offered in the first place which isn't going to happen anyway um but i think again you're looking at that situation if you were to get rid of eddie jackson on top of getting ready robert quinn again you're getting rid of a big um veteran presence in that in that defensive room and i don't think iber would be a fan of that, he likes to have the sort of leaders in there. Interestingly, someone mentioned it later on as well. Robert Quinn uh, apparently is a, a team captain for the year, which I completely forgot about. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who they replace him with. I would imagine you're probably going to be looking at another kind of defensive um, player. Uh, you know whether that is someone like Eddie Jackson, I don't know. Like we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but you know whatever whatever going to happen moving forward is going to be interesting for the Bears. We've still got a lot of time before this trade deadline next Tuesday. We've talked about the Bears being sellers and the potential players that could still go out. Do you see it as a realistic prospect that the Bears might also be buyers before Tuesday?
0: No. No, I don't. Because I think <laughs> Ryan Pauls is obsessed. Sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to elaborate. I think <laughs> Ryan Poles is obsessed with, with his picks and getting his guys on the field. Um, and I think you saw that last year with the amount of cutbacks to get, like, 170 picks that he could get. I think. I think he'll. He'll. He wants to get as many picks on the field. He wants to get as many his guys on the on the park so that he can then turn around and feel more comfortable. I don't think he's fully comfortable with us yet. As in the Bears, you saw him in the in that for me a fantastic press conference up in Foxborough where he just decided to walk in and and take over Foxborough as a general manager of another team, which is amazing to me. But I think the bigger point. On that whole conversation is in that thing, he was like, I'm not disappointed in any moves I made. And it was, again, almost a little kind of wave to the fact of when I've got all my guys, then you can properly judge me. That's how I I took that comment. And I think that's what he'll want to do. So I can't see us getting anyone other than maybe someone just as a as a as a trial for the season. Kind of a tester market, maybe a wide receiver, maybe an O line. Just again, as a, as a filler, rather than else, I really think we need, obviously, need a center with Patrick going into IR. And we'll be speaking about this tomorrow on the show. The lads will be talking a lot more detail than we're going to go through here. But we obviously need someone to help us out at center. We obviously need someone to to look at that side of things, just from to get us through the end of the season. Really,
1: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens because we talked. The news came out with the injury report that Larry Borum's got a concussion. Uh, whether he plays on Sunday or not, I don't know. I thought Borum had uh, a perilous task at the weekend, um, and he didn't fare too well either. He, he was kind of getting nope. railroaded left, right, and centre. So, you know, that concussion might be an excuse to bring someone in and give them a try, whether that's someone like Riley Reef, I don't know. Um, I know Seth in our group chat was talking about Alex Leatherwood coming in as a, as, as a right tackle. I don't know i always seen Leatherwood more as a, as a guard, to be honest with you, even yep. though he was a tackle um, in, in uh, at the Raiders. But I also don't think he's he's probably not ready yet. Um, I think you've seen Reef come in and he's played the extra lineman uh, when they've looked for, for the extra lineman on those sort of running plays at the goal line and things like that. So I think he would likely be the player that would come in at right tackle. Um, in terms of centre, uh, I mean, we're forever stuck with Sam Mustaford at the moment, it seems. I think Lucas Patrick's done for at least the next month or so, um, probably longer. So... Um, unfortunately, guys, Sam must have it is, but you know what? See, at the same time, see having that situation where he's been dropped. That's a sick, that's a sign of him. That's a message to him to say, you know, get your shit together, buck up your ideas, you know, and it came in the other day when, uh, Patrick was injured. It was fine for parts. And there was other parts where I was watching him and just like, what are you doing, man? Like Jesus. Yeah. So you've got Dieter Iceland, who's another option there at center, but I don't know if they'll be willing to just put in him center, such a big position, anchors that line. Whether they'll be willing to put him in or not, but we'll wait and see how that sort of materializes. The also, other,
0: the, other one, the other one, sorry, Cody Whitehair when he comes back, which I think it might be in the next week, ten days. Yeah, so
1: weeks, Cody Whitehair
0: yeah. might be someone that you keep an eye on because you want to get your five best best linemen on the field him moving in to cross the center might be might be an option as well just just because we need to have that. I I, I agree with you on Sam Mustafer. People seem to forget that like Patrick went out after what seven minutes of the first quarter. The Bears went on to win the game 33 14 with Mustafer at center. So yeah. say what you want. And people were, were raving about the about the Patriots defense before the game and what they're going to do to the Bears and all this kind of stuff. We did have most of first center for at least three quarters of the game. Do I want him there all the time? Probably not. But let's give the guy. Let's, let's, let's not. Let's not jump up and down on the guy's grave when when he's part of a team that just went and destroyed the New England Patriots. It's not fair to. I'm not talking about you, Tony. I'm talking about other people. I've been seeing. it's not fair of people to to jump up and down on someone after we've won so convincingly and he was part of that win. I think that's a bit unfair. But I get I get the I get the reasoning behind yeah. it. Put put,
1: well. put it this way though: if the Bears had lost that game on Monday. He he came in for an absolute scolding along with yeah. a few other players, but it's amazing what a victory does to just make you forget about things. Um, and I'm I'm not saying that you know we shouldn't be celebrating; we absolutely should. I'm over the moon, and I'm I've got us beating Dallas next week and going after <laughs> Miami after that. And you know, like it, do you know what though? I, I've said it before: the total narrative has changed and everything here. Um, and why not? Why not? Why can't we get upbeat about this, man? Like we're fans. You don't want to go through the whole season for another ten games being absolutely fucking depressed at your your face. Do you know what I mean? It makes sense for us to get excited after a game. And it's not. I don't think it's getting too high. Getting too high would have been us fluking a win, winning by like a point or something like that, where we went over like convincing with Justin Fields and defense looked. Rough. Th- th- this this isn't the situation. Justin Fields looked great the defense look fantastic how many takeaways do we have what four some Four. yeah yeah you know like that it's not getting too high after a victory and I've been guilty of that before I genuinely look at this team and I say have they figured it out have they figured it out on offense are they going to start using design run plays more often are they going to start saying you know we've got a team here with certain types of players and certain sets of skills and we're going to use them instead of trying to get them to be people that they're not you know and and to me it looks like they've used that many buy to really think about that and they've also used that many buy to look at guys like Robert Quinn and look at other guys that might be trade candidates and say can we get by without them you know and I think they could look at what they've got from Dominique Robinson they can look at what they got from even al Mohammed and, and obviously Travis Gibson and say yeah I can feel good about that um so yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see you know how how they're kind of they're going to move forward. The other big, uh, well, not really big news at all, but the other player that the Bears signed today, no offense, Doris was Doris Fountain um, from the, um, to the back. The back City. Squad. Yeah. It was only released from the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it was yesterday. Um, he spent most of the time there on the practice squad. Interestingly, he is a former Colts fifth round pick. So he obviously has a connection to Matt Eberfluss to an extent there. Um, again, you know, he hasn't done much since he's came out of the league, but it's another body in there to try out. And at this stage, that's what we're doing. We're trying out. You've said it already yourself, Anthony. Everything we're doing is for next season. We get a guy come in, start off in the practice squad, looks pretty good. Injury happens, he gets put up. You know, you never know. You've got to, you've got to just throw as much at the ball and see what sticks. Um, and that's exactly what Ryan pose is doing at the moment. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm also intrigued with that one Is, is in a sense of we've now got a lot of guys who've got a lot to prove. And look, Pringle looks like he's coming back in the next, Week two, anyone that thinks Pringles is going to get snaps at the weekend should look at how the Bears have handled anyone coming off IR and they never play week one that they're back, they just never do. Yeah. Um, and and I'm like, it looks Harry's going to get more more tries out, more more goals at, at stuff at, at wide receiver, we're going to see a little bit more of that element to it. So I think the Bears are exactly where they where they should be. Um, we're, we're three and four. And we're the same as the Packers. We're three and four. We're the, same the 49ers. We're the same of all these teams who are going for Super Bowl stuff. So we're we're definitely over over analyzing where we where we were registered to be. But I think we're 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 in a good state of of mind. This is another, in my opinion, another good day for Chicago Bears uh, and Ryan Paul. I think it's a good move. Yeah, the Eagles might win the Super Bowl and our fourth rounder. Looks like a fifth rounder. But again, it's still it's still the same thing. It's still a good move. That's that's just the way it's going to be. I think. What will be really interesting, and we'll be outlining this from now till the start of the draft or the start of free agency, is the pressure starts ticking on, on Ryan Bowles and, and Cunningham because they have to get this right. Because you make all these moves, you make all these ideas based on what's coming down the road. And and the hope is that, that they get that right and they start their plans for what they want to look like the football team is right. But one thing I will say before, before we shut up, to, but the coaches... And it keeps on going back to us the the third quarter of every of every game this year with the team limitations that we have the movements in the dressing room is sensational from the Chicago Bears and if our coaches stick around and we've got the players in positions that are allowing them to be to be proper proper quality players that can be there for them to do that I, I, it's so exciting to be a Bears fan if you're not excited about us, what are you doing <laughs>
1: exactly can't put, put it better myself and but yeah listen. Um, one of the guys are saying there, that, you know, it's a it's a fourth round pick and if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, it's effectively a fifth round. Big deal. You know, we we I didn't think we would get a fourth rounder for him. So it could have been a fifth rounder. that looks like a sixth rounder. So end of the day it's a win. We get that contract off we get rid of a guy who inevitably will decline in the next year or two anyway um and he gets a chance to go out there and win a super bowl as well so um it's win 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 for everybody and we'll move forward next man up and we'll see what happens but listen and it's been good to do this last minute uh kind of unprepared uh chat with you in this breaking news just some information about what we've got coming up over the next few days so aunt and i were meant to be recording a rant show tonight um and i've been getting i've been watching things that piss me off all day to get myself kind of really riled up for it as well um so it's been wasted it's been wasted i'm gonna have to I'm going to have to go and shout at the wall in a second, but um, but yeah, <laughs> just to give you a preview of what we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to talk about the whole Joquan Brisker, George Pickens, Kyler Garden. Should we have drafted George Pickens? Things. I don't want to get into too much just now, but everybody needs to calm down. Everyone needs to shut up. and stop going on about it. It is what fuck it is. Is the word I would use. I like, go further I'm, than that. They all I was being polite. Fuck. Off. fuck off. I'm not. <laughs> Thank God you're here, man. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be a rant show. But we're also going to do a one one extra wee bit on there talking about Mac Jones, but we will promise you that we will talk about these things and we will record the show possibly tomorrow and release it um, towards the end of the week. We also have our pre-game uh show coming up i think is that tomorrow night uh i'll need to double check um we're yep. gonna have a cow- cowboys guest on as well um so we'll um, kind of preview that game see how things have changed moving forward is the robert quinn thing going to make a huge difference or not after we've had another 24 hours to digest it we'll break it down and we'll we'll let you know so guys remember to look out for uh, any of the shows that are coming up please remember to like the videos um subscribe to the channel as well uh, the more people who like it the more people subscribe the more people will see it um and uh, and hopefully we can grow the show because we love having you guys on here listen to us every other day uh, and we can kind of do this without you or we would do it without you but we'd just be talking to ourselves and we, we like talking to you guys and we like getting your comments in so please continue to do that um but um and anything else before we head
0: no um i i i, I... <laughs> Delighted, everyone could have jumped on onto this now. Um, it was great. It was great talking to you. I'm looking forward to the Cowboys game. I want to go on record yet again because you know, Smuggy, I did pick a Bears win last week. Just saying, I'm the only one that I have did. To give you that. So every I have to give you that. so every every time I'm I'm listening to the national media and they're like, no one picked the Bears to win. I'm like, I did. Uh, now, and
1: it's not strictly true. Now I did see the Bears were going to lose. However, on the previous right Before the game, I took the bears to win 24 21. That's because you were bullied.
0: That. Bu- that's because you were bullied by Noel and you were bullied <laughs> by Kieran. That's not the same as reality. I was the only one that, that sucked it in. So what and am I going to do this weekend? I don't know. I don't know. I'm um, doing whatever you're it's... doing,
1: man, because it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, man, I'm on a terrible record. I'm on a terrible record. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really look, this I say this at the start of the year. I'm gonna leave on this. I really am. If you're a fan of the Bears, then there's only 17 of these a year. Like you got to be looking forward to it. You got to enjoy it. You got to find out. We went to all the way from Scotland and from Sweden and from Ireland to go to Washington. The Redskins are going call them, the Washington Football Team game in uh, a couple of weeks in Thursday night football, and that was. Up in the gods with the seats. Up in the very gods. Thanks, Corey. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Loved it. It was amazing. Had an amazing day. It was fantastic. Great event meeting everybody. And the game sucked. But still, it was still a brilliant event, a brilliant occasion, because it's watching Chicago Bears football. And we all got to enjoy it. We're all fans together. And uh, I think I've lost followers from watching the show since I started talking, since I left. So I'm going to finish on that. Uh, It's (laughs) truly
1: fantastic. Please don't unsubscribe all right guys well (laughs) listen we'll let you go just now but um as i say make sure to look out for the notification bell um and uh we'll see you tomorrow we'll probably see you on friday we'll definitely speak to you on sunday on the post game and the pre-game show but until then um all we have to say is bear down
0: bear down